Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada to talk to Dr. Gavin Armstrong, who's the founder of Lucky Iron Fish. So welcome, Dr. Armstrong. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, so let's start with your academic background first. Where did you go to school? So I went to the University of Guelph uh, in Guelph, Ontario, and um, I actually have a bit of a unique um, background uh, when it comes to my uh, my education. I my undergrad was a Bachelor of Commerce degree in marketing management, uh, but then I went on to do a master's in um, international development and rural development, but then a PhD in biomedical science. So a little bit of business, uh, a little bit of, of agriculture actually, and then some science. Wow. How about your work experience? Tell us about that. Um, so when I was doing my PhD, um, I was doing research on uh, the concept of cooking uh, with cast iron to fortify your, your food to combat iron deficiency. And that's where the, um, the concept of the Lucky Iron Fish uh, came about. I commercialized that product during my PhD research and it was actually my, my first kind of real official job uh, was actually um, a CEO of Lucky Iron Fish. Okay, so Lucky Iron Fish, for those who don't know, please explain what it is. So Lucky Iron Fish is a simple health innovation that uh, has been designed to combat iron deficiency. Iron deficiency is the world's largest micronutrient problem. It negatively impacts the lives of over 2 billion people around the planet. So almost one third of the world's population suffers from this preventable condition. And iron deficiency is caused by simply not getting enough iron in your diet. Signs and symptoms can be dizziness, fatigue, headaches, hair loss, it can reduce cognitive development in children, and in uh, severe circumstances, it can actually lead to death. Um, so we developed a tool called the Lucky Iron Fish that when you boil it for 10 minutes in one liter of liquid, that'll fortify that liquid with uh, six to eight milligrams of iron. So you're fortifying your meals with uh, natural and healthy iron, and the Lucky Iron Fish is reusable for up to five years, so it's a sustainable, uh, an accessible solution for iron deficiency. So is this something you sell in Canada only? So Lucky Iron Fish is a global business. Uh, we're based in Toronto, but the uh, product is available internationally and we sell it through a few different channels. Uh, we do have it available uh, direct to, to the consumer and you can buy it from our website at luckyironfish.com. Then if you buy one for yourself, we take a portion of that sale and put it towards donating units for free to families in need around the world. But we also sell the product in larger volumes to aid organizations, NGOs, um, and other institutions that are looking at improving global health. Some of our partners include uh, World Vision, Care International, Action Against Hunger, and organizations that have a commitment to helping improve uh, global health. So having said that, you indicate your social enterprise. What does that mean to you? So as a social enterprise, we believe that you can do well by doing good. 
Um, the world has no shortage of problems, and I believe that the private sector has a responsibility in playing a role in, in helping solve those. So as a social business, not only is the product we sell helping improve lives, but it's also our business model itself. So we try and have social impact embedded in everything that we do, not just the product we sell, but our hiring practices, our commitment to reducing our, our carbon footprint, um, we are, our commitment to transparency. So we believe that you can, you, know, you can sell a product, help make the world a better place, but also make a profit at the same time. So are you a for-profit, a charity, or a non-profit? So we are a for-profit. Uh, and we're actually a, a registered B corporation or a benefit corporation. B Corps are an international certification that go to companies like ours that are committed to doing good. Uh, ben & Jerry's is a B Corp, Patagonia, uh, Danone is the B Corp. And um, B Corp actually holds us accountable uh, to make sure that we're doing the things that we say we are. Uh, so we actually go through an audit every few years where they make sure that our, uh, our impact commitments are, are still you know, happening and that are still strong. Um, and it's this certification that uh, you know, we wear with pride that says, you know, we are still a for-profit, but we're a good for-profit. So Gavin, how do you market your products? Uh, we, we create awareness for the Lucky Ironfish uh, through multiple different ways. We are definitely no stranger to social media and social media advertising. Um, we've really grown our presence on, uh, on you know, the major platforms, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're actually uh, quite popular these days on TikTok, which is uh, something new even for me. I had to figure out what that was uh, and, and how do you make TikTok videos. Um, but we also uh, understand that as a company, um, we're, we're built on, on values, but based on science. And it's really important for me that we don't shy away from talking about the clinical data and the evidence we have uh, that demonstrate that our product is effective. So back in the days before the, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, I was uh, often found at conferences and, and academic events uh, presenting our data and our research uh, to, to nutritionalists and, uh, and other academics globally. Had to shift and do that virtually over the past few years, but I'm really looking forward to getting back on the speaking circuit and, and being able to continue to talk about the work that we do. How do you measure the outcomes of your products? So from a clinical uh, a point of view, we've run multiple um, randomized clinical trials uh, in a variety of countries around the world. And we run these trials with independent academic partners. We understand that uh, there'll be a perception of bias if we do the trial, trials ourselves, because obviously we want it to be successful. So we work with independent institutions who will actually design and run the trials themselves. So we've run clinical trials in Guatemala, Dominican Republic, India, Cambodia. Um, we've got new pilots happening in Tanzania and uh, Benin. Um, and what we have looked in these trials are three um, arms for each trial. So we have one arm that uses the lucky iron fish. We have one arm that would use another uh, intervention, like an iron supplement. And then we have one arm that does not use any intervention. So that's the control arm. And what we have found in almost all of our studies uh, is that regular use of the lucky iron fish improves the iron status just as much as another intervention like an iron supplement. 
So the iron fish has been proven to be an effective solution to improve your iron status and combat iron deficiency. What about competition? So there have been, um, you know, a a lot of different um, products that have been used to to, to solve iron deficiency. Um, The best way, and we would would agree that this is the best way to add iron into your diet is naturally. Um, So having a a diet that has iron-rich foods in it. Um, But we know that having a um, well-varied diet can be expensive and accessible to a lot of people around the world. Plus, we know that there are certain complications with food. Some food actually inhibit iron absorption. Um, so that so when someone is not able to add iron to their, their diets naturally, they turn to uh, you know, uh, more um, intervention approaches like iron supplements. So iron supplements have been used you know, for generations to, to um, help treat iron deficiency, and they absolutely are effective. But I believe iron supplements are meant to be you know, a Band-Aid. They're meant to, st- to fix a short-term problem. They're not meant to be used on an ongoing basis. Uh, they can be expensive. They can have negative side effects. And so with Lucky Iron Fish, we're not a supplement. We're actually an at-home fortification tool. So by using the Lucky Iron Fish, you're fortifying your, your meals. You're adding a small amount of iron each day. Um, and I believe that this is a much more sustainable and long-term approach. And how many countries are you operating in now? Uh, so as I mentioned, Lucky Iron Fish is available globally online. So we have sold uh, in dozens of countries internationally, uh, mostly North America, Europe, and Australia. But we're, we're continuing to grow our, our e-commerce footprint. Um, but from a, an impact uh, perspective, we're quite active in about 15 countries um, at, on almost every continent. Okay. Let's talk about your team. Your team from your website is mainly women, which is kind of interesting. Talk about your team. I, ha- I am blessed to have one of um, you know, the best teams uh, that I've ever had the privilege of working with. Uh, everyone is, is really committed to our goal um, uh, of helping improve uh, iron status around the world, especially for those in, in vulnerable communities and, and populations. Um, even though anyone can uh, be impacted by iron deficiency, it predominantly impacts women and children. Uh, so when I talk about our company and our mission, um, you know, it definitely resonates more with someone who has experienced iron deficiency than someone who hasn't. Uh, and so I, I just think that our mission in itself um, appeals to, to women because they understand what iron deficiency is. Um, and um, everyone on our team, uh, including myself, has had some sort of uh, impact of iron deficiency. Um, so I just think it's more who our mission appeals to. So besides selling the products, are there other revenue streams that you uh, look to uh, support your business? When we run our impact programs, um, a lot of time goes into the development and and customization of specific uh, training materials. And so we uh, have the ability to have an add-on service if our impact partners are looking for it where we can help design and train uh, the the education programs around uh, educating the users about the product or the distribution about the product. Um, We are currently uh, starting clinical trials for a new product to help diversify our our product offerings, which will still be a commitment to improving nutrition through simple uh, and effective innovation. Well, that brings me to the next question. 
where are you going to be in three years? Is this a product that you're going to, or a company that you're going to sell and create new products? Or what's going to happen three years from today? It's our mission at Lucky Iron Fish to be leaders in all things iron deficiency. Uh, so our focus will continue to be on providing simple and effective solutions to combat iron deficiency and iron deficiency anemia. We also know that iron deficiency is significantly under underdiagnosed globally and that there is a lack of awareness around this problem. And so we're looking at ways where we can improve um, awareness with iron deficiency, but also look into different diagnostic opportunities to help identify the problem. And then I also think we need more research on iron deficiency um, and, and the different uh, elements of it. And so we'll be looking at uh, research collaborations as well with experts uh, from, in, uh, from academic institutions and hospitals. So in other words, uh, the possibility of grants to support what you're doing. We've been really privileged at Lucky Iron Fish to receive grant funding um, uh, through different uh, uh, bodies, uh, uh, government funded through provincial government, uh, universities, through the federal government to support our research, to support our innovation, uh, and to support the distribution of units on the ground. So we're, we're really, um, we definitely ha have a, a profit model that still um, has a, a, a channel that, that relies on grant funding. And so we'll continue to, to apply for and hopefully receive those types of, of grants. So Gavin, you're in Toronto. Is there any thought to opening offices in different locations? Because as an organization, you have the model, you have the operations model to establish what I call social franchises in mm -hmm. other countries. Yeah, it's, it's, def it's something we've, we've thought about, and I, I think that as we grow, we should um, consider it more. There are some countries uh, where we've identified it as priority markets. So it's where iron deficiency is quite high, quite a serious problem, and where governments and civil society have identified it as a, as a priority area to focus on. Um, I going back and forth cannot, is not the most sustainable um, and, and not the most effective way of, of running the, the business. Uh, and so we have considered opening up uh, different locations. We were actually going to open one in India. Um, I was there in March of 2020 to, to start to lay the groundwork for that. And of course, March of 2020 is when the whole world fell apart. So I had to put that on pause, um, but we'll be looking at restarting that uh, hopefully soon. Do you have fulfillment centers in uh, different countries or is it all out of Toronto? We currently run fulfillment. Uh, we have one out of uh, just in the GTA outside of Toronto and then one in India for our global uh, partners. So not Australia or the US at this we, we have uh, experimented with uh, cross-border fulfillment with Canada and the U.S. Currently, it's been more effective just to have it run out of Canada. Um, but we, as we grow, that will probably change, and we'll need to expand our, our fulfillment um, uh, you know, system. But right now, this is what's working for us. Uh, Australia, um, we, we sell the product on Amazon in Australia. And so uh, and just like in Europe, we, we also are on Amazon. And so we use the Amazon fulfillment system there. Okay. So having said that, what's next? So right now I'm really focused on uh, two things. 
on growing our uh, partnerships with our international aid organizations. We had to put a lot of that work on hold because of the pandemic, but um, unfortunately, you know, COVID-19 did push a lot more people into poverty and it caused a lot more food insecurity and malnutrition. Um, so we need to come together to focus on simple uh, and affordable solutions to help solve that problem, iron deficiency being one of the largest. Um, so looking forward to uh, re-engaging with our, our uh, aid organization partners to help grow that. I'm also focused on the R&D uh, to help develop this new product. We're hopefully going to start clinical trials soon. Uh, and it's really exciting to put my innovation hat back on uh, and look at developing something new. Talk about the importance of partnerships. So we um, have partnered with these uh, international aid organizations like Care International and World Vision, for example. Um, so they already have programs on the ground in, in countries where they work. So with World Vision, it was in Tanzania, and with Care, it was Benin. Um, and, and they have programs already in place to help evaluate and improve uh, nutrition for those communities. So with the Lucky Iron Fish, they purchased the fish and we worked with them to develop uh, training material where then uh, they go on the ground and, and we help uh, support you know, from abroad. And they, they run community-based workshops and, and education programs. And then they do door-to-door -door distribution to actually distribute the fish. But we also have an impact assessment component with that work. Uh, we wanted to make sure that the, it's actually working. And so um, in, in both cases, we would collect baseline and endline data to, to um, evaluate if using the fish worked. And in both cases, uh, we have seen uh, that a regular use of the fish is improving the iron status of the user. Okay, let's take a look in terms of the current situation. Uh, Ukraine and Poland. They could probably, both countries could use your product. Well, definitely when someone's put into a circumstance, like a, like a refugee um, scenario where uh, just access to, to, to basic meals and, and food is, is quite difficult, um, I definitely believe that we need to look at uh, simple ways of being able to improve nutrition for those populations. I actually, um, many years ago, spent uh, some time in the Dadaab refugee camps in northern Kenya which is where I became really passionate about hunger and malnutrition. Um, and I know what those, you know, what those camps look like and what the, what the food distribution systems look like. Um, so when we're talking about displaced populations, um, I, I think that's something as simple as, you know, a fish you could bring with you and, add, and be able to cook with it um, or add it to your meals um, is one, one you know, way to help, um, help prevent iron deficiency from becoming worse. Um, but I know that just access to food in general is such a critical need for those groups. So, Gavin, could you package what you're doing with other products? We have in the past uh, done uh, collaboration partnerships with, with other companies where there's um, the ability for them to, to work together, um, whether it be a food company or, or perhaps like a natural tea company. Um, and we will continue to, to look for those type of collaborations. We always partner with like-minded businesses. So we love the B Corp community that I mentioned earlier. And we, it was just B Corp month and we uh, were able to, to run some promotions with other fellow B Corps. Um, so we're definitely like to bundle our product with, with any, anyone where we feel there's a, you know, a good fit. What about the Red Cross? Any thoughts of working with the Red Cross? 
you know, I think the Red Cross does incredible work, and um, we would definitely you know, be interested in, in, in talking with them um, about uh, ways that our product could help meet some of their nutrition goals. Um, some of our very, very, very original work in Cambodia was actually funded through the Danish Red Cross. And so we, we have had um, you know, some collaboration with them many moons ago. The reason I mentioned I was in disaster management with the Red Cross, and uh, I know the importance of food for those that have been uh, dislocated out of their, their residence. So yeah, absolutely. having said that, how do people reach your organization? What's the website or the social media? Yeah, so it's really simple. So luckyironfish.com uh, will take you to our main site and all of our social medias. It's just at Lucky Iron Fish. Terrific. Well, you're passionate about what you do. You're making a difference as a social enterprise. And we look forward to hearing more about you as you get back into the media and into the speaking world. So thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much.